Hey, Praise Partners, it's Flo, and we are back again with another episode. As always, I would like to thank you all so much for joining me on this good, good, good Wednesday. Um, And I'm so proud that uh, we are stepping into season two. And this season, we're going to be delving into a lot more things, getting a little more personal, maybe even a little uncomfortable, but that's okay, because it's going to work out. As always, we're going to open with a verse. It's going to be Psalms 150, verse 6. Psalms 150, verse 6. I'm going to give you a little time to find that in your Bibles. If you don't have your Bibles with you, no worries. Um, You can always reference it later when you have the time. And when you have it, say amen and amen again. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. All right, and tonight's episode is going to be entitled Growing in Communion with God. It's easy to praise God when something great happens to us or our family, right? However, I know how hard it can be to praise God in the midst of the struggle. As I've learned through many difficult moments in my life, I always have a reason to praise God. I can always recall a blessing that will push me into a moment of praise. Whatever you may be walking through today, you have something to praise God for. You can find a way to praise God in your valleys. I stress to my daughter and my son, even though he's not at the age to comprehend yet, that we should always be grateful for the smallest of the th- of things that we have. Because the more grateful we are for the smallest things, the more bigger things that God will bless us for to be grateful for. And we should always be grateful for God himself, for Jesus, for the Holy Spirit, just for who they are and not for what they can do for us. Because They don't have to take care of our spirits. They didn't have to bless us with life. They didn't have to create us in the first place, but they did. I know in these dark valleys, it is often difficult to even pray at all, especially during this pandemic. This is one of the reasons I am convinced God wants us to be a part of a local community of believers, whether it be a church, an online service, even us together on this podcast as praise partners. Um, so that others can help us pray when we cannot. But if you can't pray, just try praising, right? Saying something along the lines of, Lord, I thank you that just a little while ago I was there, but now I'm here. You know, there's a famous saying, start it from the bottom, now I'm here. Well, no, start it, you know, start it from from in turmoil, and now I'm in, in treasure, started in pain, now I'm in peace and prosperity. You know, God, I was broken, but now I'm restored, and I thank you for that. Just a simple expression like that of gratitude opens us up to a line of interaction with God. Remember how um, last episode we were talking about how Back in the Old Testament, it was easier um, to commune with God, but harder to actually have forgiveness as far as sacrificing animals go. But now it seems like the further the world gets away from God, the harder it is to communicate. But it's not that hard to communicate with God if you open your heart genuinely and allow the Holy Spirit to speak for you to him. You know, and so I praise him for what he's done for me and you can praise him for what he's done for you, too. And if for some reason you simply cannot find a way to praise, then just tell God that very fact. Even speaking your frustrations to God is still considered a prayer. 
Another concept to consider as we pray is to praise him for what he's done for us as the people of God. Don't just rejoice when God does something for you individually, but praise him for what he has done for others as well. Enter into a time of praise for God's provision for your church family, your online families, your friends, your community, and everyone that you may not even experience um, spiritual warfare with in the world. Often the current Christian culture reduces Christianity to an individualist enterprise. And when I say Christian community, I don't mean the Christianity as a religion. I mean the people that are striving to be Christ-like, right? However, serving Christ is not just an individual work. Christ uses others to mold us into his image. We need one another in order to fulfill God's will and we need one another to grow. When I praise God for what he has done and is doing for others and not just for me, I am acknowledging that I am a part of God's plan for the world. I am a piece of the machine that's bigger than me that is working for everyone's good. You know, throughout my childhood, I never took a thought of my own provision or of finding my daily food. My only concern, my only job was to be the best pretend Barbie that I could be, the best pretend Power Ranger, the best pretend X-Men that I could be, you know, to learn how to ride a bike, to learn how to use fake powers with great authority and to learn how to holster um, any of my imagination that I could have in my brain as often as I wanted. You know, it was my job to take my small green toys, my small pink toys, my Barbies, line them up, put them in my dollhouse, um, have them go through real life simulations uh, and just be ready to be played with at a moment's notice. That was my job to be a child. It was the job of my mother and father to put food on our family's table. I never took any thought whether that there would be dinner whether there would be lunch whether there would be breakfast when my mama called me to the table I went I had given the authority the responsibility for feeding me to my parents I never thought about it and that allowed me to be the best child that I could be the principle Jesus speaks to us as he says our father in heaven give us today our daily bread is a principle we must believe and live out if i as a child would have doubted that my mother or father would have the ability to provide for me it would have offended them if we doubt god's ability to provide for us we offend him so we trust him to supply our every need isn't that crazy even without thinking about it, a subconscious daily fact is that we trust God to supply our every need. We, we think about God giving us our daily bread without ever wondering if we could starve without it. This is not a lifestyle of laziness on our part. It is not that we don't care. It is not a lifestyle that says, I won't do my part. It's a lifestyle that says, God, I trust you to do your part. My mother used to always say, faith without work is dead. And if you want something from God, you got to meet him halfway. And as an adult, I understand that now and I stand in it. I trust that God will provide. In this manner, I honestly pray that God gives me our daily bread every day. Today, Lord, give us to our daily bread. 
As we say those words, we are learning to trust him. We are learning dependence and submission. We are learning to trust his perfect will for us. The provision of God is bound together with the kingdom of God. As we learn to trust God for our provision, we learn that he supplies our needs when we use our resources in the word of his kingdom. You know, especially in this time when people try to come at us from all angles, the higher the levels, the higher the devils, right? The closer you get in your walk with God, the more prominent your salvation, the more people are going to try to come at you. They're going to call you fake. They're going to call you, oh, too holy or or now you want to act like you love Jesus or you're not or now you're not too cute for Jesus. They'll try to come at you. But guess what? All you got to do is say, okay, bring it on, Goliath. Come play with this David if you want to. We know how that story ends, right? God is always saying that everything is going to be all right. I love you and I will take care of your needs. You know, what a joy to have such a relationship with the creator that we can share conversation with him and trust his provision for us i speak with the holy spirit every day you know what happens he's able to tell me things and show me things even when small small things pop up you know if you discern yourself and your spirit to listening to the holy spirit and opening your heart so that he's able to tell you you'll be surprised at the things you see the little signs that you see right Um, And I do want to leave you all with a verse that I want you to go and research, okay? And then let me know what God is speaking to you about. You don't have to necessarily tell me um, everything personally that he's saying, just a broad perspective. Um, And I want to get a discussion going Um, on my Facebook page. It's called A Sinner Like Me. Go ahead and post um, your comments, you know, your concerns, any questions you may have. I'm going to start a discussion thread there. It's on facebook.com and it's called A Sinner Like Me. So the verse that I'm going to leave you all with is Ephesians 3, 17 to 19. And I want you to do some self-study with that. Okay. Ephesians chapter three, verses 17 to 19. Right. Okay. And I want you all to be rooted and grounded in love. And as always, I'm going to leave you all with a prayer tonight. So bow your heads and close your eyes. Oh Lord, may we know how much you love us. If we pray only one prayer for ourselves, for your church, for everyone. If we pray only one prayer, Lord, allow us to make this our prayer. Paul's greatest prayer focuses on Christ's love for us. No wonder Paul places such an inordinate emphasis on this love that he wants of us to know. That the breadth and the length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, Lord. You are the peace that surpasses all of our understanding, Lord. You are the foundation of spiritual life. Nothing is more important than you. We can go on and on in our lives, but every aspect of our spiritual life hinges on your love for us, Lord, and our love for you. If we do not know in the deepest places of our soul that you love us so much that we will not love you, trust you, obey you, serve you, enjoy you, worship you, rest in you, or seek you, Lord, help us to know that, okay? If we do not feel loved by you, Lord, then we may not trust you, Lord, but we feel loved by you every day because you provide us with our daily bread, Lord. There's not a chance in this world that we could go without your daily salvation, Lord. 
Lord, please help the ones who are still seeking you or that are lost in this world. Find you, Lord, so that they may obey the easy commands you have called upon their life. The ones that we should do anyway without thinking, Lord. The hard ones, the easy ones. When we want when we want our mind to tell us to not obey you because we don't believe that you have our best interests at heart, Lord, bring us back to the ground level, Lord. Bring us back to ground zero so that we know that you have what is planned for our life in your arms, Lord. Cover us in your blood. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much, Praise Partners, for joining me. I am so happy that we are in season two. I can't thank you all enough. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends. Go ahead and find me on Facebook at A Sinner Like Me. Post your questions, your discussions, you know, your positivity. If you want to just post a prayer on there, you want to reach somebody around the world, around the country, you have something that you want me to pray about for you and your family, your friends, go ahead and reach out to me. I can't wait until the next time that we meet up this week. And as always, I pray health, wealth, prosperity, peace, happiness, and abundance over all of you. Thank you so much. I love you so much, Praise Partners. Have a good night.